Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a great week. Today, I just want to dive in and give you a behind the scenes look at what's going on in my own business, why I made a big pivot um, starting in January, and a behind the scenes look at why and how I increased my prices. And when I say increase my prices, I'm talking like I don't even know what the number is, 20x my prices. <laughs> um, okay, so I talked about this a little bit if you listen to the podcast episode of Are You Playing Small? So I kind of gave you a little bit of a backstory there. So if you if you listen to that, um, you'll kind of have an idea of of where this is going. If you didn't, you can go back and listen to that. But either way, this episode I think will really help you. I think sometimes... It helps if you can get an understanding of what other entrepreneurs are going through, why they make the decisions they do, um, how they make the decisions that they do, right? Sometimes taking leaps of faith and things like that. So um, a couple things we're going to talk about today is why your prices are not the problem. Okay, so why your prices are not the reason people are saying no. I thought my prices were the reason people were saying no. And so I lowered my prices. And in reality, that's not actually what was happening. I'm also going to talk about why people might say no, okay, and why people might say yes, regardless of what your prices are. Uh, I'm also going to share why I pivoted from a program So if you guys have listened before, I had the Burnout to Balance program, which was a 12-month, it was designed to be a 12-month, or sorry, not 12-month, it was designed to be a 12-week program that was a combination of one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and modules. And so when I transitioned to coaching away from the gift boxes, that is, that was my initial kind of offer. That's what I had to offer for coaching. And what I learned through, gosh, two years of of that program, it was a great program. It was really good information, really good content. Um, people had amazing transformation. But the way I had it set up was not sustainable. And so I want to talk about this because one of my big things is helping you grow a sustainable, profitable business, right? And when I set it up, it it sounded sustainable, right? But I didn't really know. I had never done it. And so what I found is it was this t- it was taking people a really long time to get through the modules. So it was designed to be a 3-month program. It was $3,000 and it was a combination of one-on-one and group coaching. And so in theory, it was it was set up to be s- sustainable. But because I didn't have any firm boundaries on you have this long to get through the modules, you have this long to get through the program, it ended up being that it was taking people 12 months to get through the program. Um, And I'm the type of person that if I'm going to tell somebody I'm going to help them go from burnout to balance, I'm going to make sure that that happens, right? And and I, I saw pretty quickly that they weren't able to get through the modules. And one of the reasons was because as moms, like we're already overwhelmed. And so trying to add one more thing to the list, even if it's helpful, sometimes can be really hard to do. And so I found that it was really, it was almost more overwhelming for the women to get through the modules 
And I also found that I didn't love like just recording a module and putting it up. I have them, they're there. Um, That program is fantastic. It's now a self-paced program. But I learned through the last two years that what I am really good at is is one-on-one, is digging deep and helping women to uncover like the root of what's really going on. And that can be really challenging to do in a group program, especially because these group programs that are set up to help you scale a business, a lot of times they're set up if you are a one-on-one coach and you're trying to scale, then you move into group coaching. That That's how you... That's how coaches can scale their businesses. But I had never done coaching in that sense, right? I had experience coaching and working with athletes and that kind of stuff, but I I hadn't even done any one-on-one coaching. And so I wasn't really in a place where I was ready to set up a scalable business like that. Um, And I didn't really understand what my skill set was. And so once I learned that I really got energy from one-on-one coaching and I got energy from the group coaching too. Um, but it was a lot harder to go deep in the one-on-one or in the in the group sessions when there were multiple people in there. And so I just always felt like there wasn't enough time to get through what everybody needed to get through, right? And so, and I had people asking me about one-on-one coaching, but because I had set up this whole program and it, it was cheaper than one-on-one coaching, I just I kept pushing this this program. Um, and toward the end of this year, I just started to realize that where I can have the greatest impact is through one-on-one coaching. And so I turned the Burnout to Balance program into a self-paced program for somebody who's wanting to just do it on their own time. They maybe aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching, that kind of thing. Um, And then I also had the Money Mindset course and I had my Mompreneur membership. And the reason I had these different courses and options is I was trying to have different price points to meet a mompreneur where she was at financially. Um, And that was great. But again, it wasn't where I could have the greatest impact. And when I do one-on-one coaching, it allows me to really dig into what an individual person needs, right? So the Burnout to Balance program, it covered lots of different things, covered self-care, boundaries, um, scaling your business, setting up sustainability systems and that kind of stuff. And not everybody needs every one of those things. And so one-on-one coaching really allows me to assess, okay, what do you specifically need to work on, right? Instead of giving you these modules that may or may not be what you even need. And so then it's almost a waste of time. And so I found myself like, you know, I would assess somebody and I'd be like, you just need to skip that module. That's not even like, you don't need that. You are already got your self-care practices intact. Right. And so it just wasn't the best fit for me. Um, and, or for the clients who specifically wanted to work with me, they were requesting one-on-one coaching and I was trying to push them into this, this program because I had created it. Right. And it's really hard sometimes to pivot away from or to let go of something that you worked hard to build and you put a lot of time and energy into. Um, so that brings me to pricing, right? 
$3,000 for a three-month program, like, if I had 10 people in that, in that program, that would be significant, right? That would put me at a six-figure income. But that wasn't happening because people wanted me for one-on-one coaching. So there were all, all sorts of different things there. And honestly, the, the reason I had resistance to going full into one-on-one coaching is because I didn't feel like I had the capacity to do it on top of homeschooling. And that comes back to pricing. I was afraid that I didn't think that the moms who I was talking to, I didn't feel like they were at a place financially where they would be able to invest in one-on-one coaching that's a that's a mindset thing right that's that's a lie that's not true there's lots of mompreneurs out there who are ready and willing to pay for one-on-one coaching because that's what they want and they know that's what's effective for them and that's what they need and that's where they know the most growth is going to happen for them other people do great with group coaching and they really thrive off of you know being in masterminds and group coaching and that kind of stuff and that's great, right? They they can go find those resources elsewhere. Um, and so the other thing is, is I was trying to, and I talk about this all the time, not being everything for everyone, right? But I was coming from a scarcity mindset. And so I thought that if I, if I could just like set my prices at a price point where I could make it any mompreneur could work with me, right? So I had strategy sessions. Um, I even, even as I knew I was going to transition into one-on-one coaching and I set my prices, I had it where, you know, you could work with me for one hour a month or two hours a month or four hours a month. And I was trying to make it customizable. And I thought I was doing a service to mompreneurs by offering that. Um, But what I realized is really like that was me just being afraid of not wanting to put a one-on-one coaching price tag out there, right? And so what are the reasons that we hesitate when it comes to raising our prices? So let's just talk about this because this isn't just me, right? I help people with money mindset. I can help people through these things right? But it doesn't mean that I don't experience it myself. And this happens any successful entrepreneur you talk to, they will, they will get to a point where say they were charging $1,000 a month and they had success in that. And then all of a sudden they go to, to $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month. There's always this uh, limiting belief there. There's always this resistance that we have to push through because it's a new level. It's a new thing. And it's normal for that to happen. So I want to just walk you through some of the things that were going through my head as I was contemplating raising my prices. And so um, if, you, if you missed the, the episode on, you know, are you playing small? I talked about this a little bit, but for me, it got to a point where I had to make a decision, right? Our, our expenses, all honesty and transparency here, our expenses increased significantly when we moved into the RV. Um, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, why, right? Like you would think it was cheaper. <laughs> There's all kinds of factors there that I, I'm not going to get into for this episode because it, it doesn't matter. But the point is, is all of a sudden we had this increased, these increased expenses and my business wasn't able to compensate for it. Um, and I've never been put in a place where my business has had to provide for our family. It's kind of always been there. And 
I've always wanted it to provide, right? But it's never had to provide. And so I had to really take a deep look of like, okay, am I going to get a full-time job or am I going to actually go all in and price my business at what it needs to be, right? The value that I can provide for people and stop stop staying stuck in fear, but I still wasn't sure what that price was. And so as I journaled about this and prayed about it and explored about it, what came up was $5,000 a month. Okay. So I will tell you that when I set my prices in like November for my one-on-one coaching, the most expensive package I had was $600 a month. And that was for four hours of coaching a month. So that was essentially one hour a week of coaching $600 a month that's nothing for one-on-one coaching and I knew it was nothing but I also my husband you know he's the breadwinner he brings in the income there was nothing forcing me I was like okay if I can just you know if I can just get a little more uh, more testimonials under my belt if I can just you know get a little more out there if I if I can just get more experience there's all these things that we tell ourselves. So when the $5,000 a month came up, it, it, I was like, wait a minute, what? Right? And that was not my own thought. That was like totally Holy Spirit. <laughs> because I can tell you, I would not be confident in charging $5,000 a month for my coaching services. And this is something that I've actually had to work through since that has come to mind of like, Why? why am I, why am I worth that? Why am I worthy of charging $5,000 a month for coaching? Right? And so I really had to journal this and keep asking myself why. And so what came up was worthiness, right? And um, I, if you've done coaching with me, if you've heard me talk, I'm one that journals out my prayers. Um, because that's how I can clear out space in my head and I can really hear from God. Um, so a couple things that came up, and I just want to share this with you guys because I know that you are having these same thoughts come up. And I know because I've heard this from lots of other mompreneurs, <laughs> right? And I, when I was doing my money mindset course, this, these things were coming up for the women who were going through it. Um, So when I journaled that I don't feel worthy of charging $5,000 a month, here was what I felt in my spirit. Here's what God spoke to me. Look to me for your worthiness, not the world. Obey my commands and you will flourish. Trust my provision for you. Look to me for your security and worthiness. I have called you to charge this. I have called you to be bold. Stand strong in what I am calling you to do. Fear not, for I have called you to this place. You don't have to be confident in yourself. You can be, you can be and place your confidence in me. So then after that, I asked myself, what's the worst that can happen? If I say that I'm charging $5,000 a month. And my answer was, somebody will say no. Okay. Well, what if they say no? What do you have to lose? Nothing. I literally have nothing to lose if somebody says no. All it is is a hit to my ego, if anything, right? But we don't want to hear no. We don't want to hear rejection. We're afraid of rejection. The other... um 
the other hesitation that came up was what will people think? Like if they hear I'm charging $5,000 a month, what will they think? What will they think of me? That happens in motherhood, right? That happens in anything. Like what will people think of me if I make this decision? Well, it doesn't matter what other people think of you. What matters is what God thinks of you. And what matters is what God is telling you to do, right? So then my, my question or my response was, if people say no, what am I going to do? Am I just going to give up? Am I just going to throw the towel in? Am I going to go back and reduce my prices? Am I just going to quit my business and go get a job? No, because after journaling all of that, I was like, okay, I will just continue to trust, not in myself, but what God is calling me to do. And then the the thought that came up was, well, what if I'm wrong? What if this is just my own voice that I'm hearing? What if God didn't really call me to charge this? What if I'm just like, what if I'm just making myself believe <laughs> that this came from God, right? And the what I wrote down in my journal, anytime I ask these questions, I just get quiet and I just wait. I just wait to see what comes to mind. And the response was, you know, when Holy Spirit is speaking to you, be confident in that. Be confident in God. It can be so easy for us to talk us, talk ourselves out of where God is calling us to for whatever reason, right? The enemy can be really tricky in how he enters our thoughts and what we can be led to believe. But I have done enough journaling. I have enough discernment to know. I've seen enough in my life when I have heard something from God and I followed through and I have obeyed that to know that it is coming from God and it's not just coming from my own voice in my own head. And here's the thing. What if I am wrong? What, what if God wasn't charging? What if God wasn't telling me to charge that much? Okay. Well, what's the worst that's going to happen? What's the worst that's going to happen? Right? So I think sometimes we can get so caught up in ourselves. We can get so caught up in, and I was talking to a client about this recently, is when when we put the focus on ourselves and what we're able to do, that's where we start to doubt ourselves. That's where the imposter syndrome starts to come up, right? If we can put our focus on the other person, if we can put our focus on God and what God can do, and the, and instead of focusing on the mountain, we focus on the mountain mover, big things can happen. Big shifts can happen. When, you know, we're up speaking in front of an audience and or we're charging something and we're worried about what can I provide? Am I worthy to do this? We're focusing on ourselves, not on what is the outcome that I want other people to have? How are they going to benefit from this? So sometimes you just have to take the focus off of yourself and put it on the transformation that you want to create or that you know that you can create for people. And so I had to, as I went through this, I really had to journal and ask myself of like, why? 
why am I worthy of charging this month, this much? And as I, you know, went through testimonials and, and as I think back to the clients and the people that I've worked with and that I've helped, I'm reminded that I do have a big impact, right? I know I've seen the transformation that people have gone through because of the help that I can provide. But it's really easy to, because it's easy for me, because it's something I love to do. It's easy for me to say, like, I'm not worthy of charging that, right? (laughs) In anything, whether you are product-based or service-based, this is one of the things that we talk about in the Money Mindset course is, is one of the reasons people have a hard time charging their worth or increasing their prices is because what they do is easy for them. They love to do it. They don't see the value that other people get from it. They're focusing on them. They're focusing on how it's easy for them and not on on somebody else. And so I'll give you an example of this. Um, I have a friend who she's like super crafty and she she was making these little ladders that go over the toilet and it's like a towel and kind of a toilet paper holder. They're really cute. And somebody wanted to pay her $50 for it. And, and she felt guilty. Like they were saying, I, I want to pay you $50 for this. And she felt guilty because, you know, it took her, the materials were free and it took her like 10 minutes to make. And I told her, I said, I even, I said, even knowing that it only cost you, you know, $3 to make in a little bit of time, I would pay you $50 for that ladder before I would try to do that myself because I am not handy. I'm not crafty. When I try to do the Pinteresty things, they turn out as a disaster. It's a waste of time and it's a waste of money for me, right? <laughs> I, I would spend more time in frustration and spend time on materials that would just get ruined. So I would pay for it. And that's, that's, the, that's the shift you have to think about. You have to think about what is it providing for the other person and take it off of yourself, okay? So let's talk about a couple reasons why your prices aren't the problem. People are not saying no to your prices. So why are they saying no to you? Why are they saying no to your product? Why are they saying no to your service? And I'm gonna give you three reasons. One is because they don't believe that your product or service will solve their exact problem. Two, they don't mesh with you or your brand or something about you. And that can sound kind of harsh, but if you think about it, if you are somebody who shops at Nordstrom, I'm guessing you probably don't buy your clothes and your makeup from Walmart, right? There's people who shop at Walmart. I shop at Walmart (laughs) for lots of different things. I don't buy my makeup and my clothes there. Okay, because I don't mesh with what they create their materials out of, what they create their makeup out of, right? I don't, there's something about them that I don't mesh. There's, There's certain reasons I only buy toilet paper and certain things there. Versus, I'm not saying I shop at Nordstrom either, but the point is, is people are saying no for a reason, right? It's not necessarily your prices because I value my expensive 
skincare and makeup because I know it's not going to disrupt my hormones. And so I am willing to pay for that. I don't care how cheap Walmart's makeup is. I'm not going to go buy it. Okay. So third, they aren't desperate enough or have a great enough need in that moment to buy your product or service. So I like to talk about an experience I had with protein bars. So a couple of years ago, we were recovering from mold. There were t- I had tons of food allergies, things I couldn't eat. I couldn't have gluten or dairy, and I still can't have those things. Um, I couldn't have a lot of things. And so a lot of the protein bars on the market have whey protein. And so I couldn't have them. I needed a quick snack. I needed something that was easy. And we were, at that time, I was a stay-at-home mom. We were on a one-income family. We, we didn't have a lot of funds, right? But I was willing to pay, I think it was, I don't know, $2, near $3 maybe for an RX bar, a protein RX bar. One, because I liked the taste. That was the other thing as the other protein bars I just did not like. They were gross. Um, So I was willing to pay for even though our grocery budget was small and we didn't have really a lot of funds, I was willing to pay $3 for one protein bar because I liked the taste. It made me happy, (laughs) right? And it solved a problem that I had. And that problem was I needed a good tasting protein bar to get enough nutrition for my body. So I was willing to pay for it. No matter how small my budget was, I was desperate for it in that moment. Okay. So let's talk about reasons people will say yes to your product or service. They are confident your product or service will meet their need in that exact moment. Okay. So they, whether you are product or service based, it doesn't matter. These reasons are the same. They're confident that your product or service will meet their need in that moment. That protein bar met my need in that moment. I don't buy those protein bars anymore because I don't need them, (laughs) right? So it's not that I don't like that product. It's not that I don't mesh with that product anymore. It's just that it, it, I don't need it to fulfill that need anymore. Number two, there is something about your product or brand they like. This is really important to understand. This is where niching down becomes important. There's a reason that I work with faith-based mompreneurs. And the reason is because what has helped me in my own life is leaning into God. And so I am passionate about teaching other women how to do that in their own lives. It's been huge for my transformation And I know that it'll be huge for transformation for the person who's looking for that. But not everybody is looking for that, right? There's some people who aren't going to mesh with the faith integration and they don't like it. And that's okay. I'm not the brand for them. But this is why branding and getting clear on your message is important. Because the person on the other end needs to know that you have the same values. Okay? Number three, they are willing to pay your price regardless of the price. It doesn't matter what your price is, okay? So I was, I was thinking that my prices were the reason that I wasn't getting enough clients. And that wasn't the reason. 
you can go back and listen to that episode again of are you playing small that explains that a little bit more so I'm not going to dive into that all over here um but there was a mindset block there was there was a bigger a deeper rooted reason of why I was not getting consistent clients okay it wasn't about my prices it had nothing to do with my prices it I should I shouldn't say nothing like right there are some people that are going to be ready to invest in in what I have and there's going to be some people who aren't but there's usually a bigger deeper reason and that's what we've just been talking about okay um so they're willing to pay your price regardless of the price because they're desperate for what you have and what you offer right now it does not matter I can tell you I invested $8,000 into a coaching program um, that I really knew little about because I was desperate in that moment to get the help for my business that I needed. I didn't, I probably would have paid (laughs) $20,000. I think I've talked about that before is I was ready, almost ready to invest $20,000 into a different program because I was desperate for guidance, right? Um, Okay, so they're desperate, they're ready for it. If somebody says no, it's it's not, it might just be no for right now. They might just not be ready in that moment. And that's okay. And then they have to be confident that your product or service is gonna fulfill their need. Right? If they are confident your product or service is gonna fulfill their need, they are not going to necessarily care about the price. Even if somebody doesn't have the money, if they are confident that you can fulfill a need that they have, they are going to figure it out. That, that's, that's just the reality. That's just how it is, okay? Um, so I hope that that just gives you a perspective on the internal thoughts that I have, that we all have, I think sometimes when you can get a behind the scenes look at what other people are going through, you feel less alone. You feel less like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me, right? There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> that's why there's coaches and that's why there's counselors. That's, that's why we have friends and people in our lives that it can support us and, and point out the areas where maybe we're getting stuck. Um, so I just wanted to share that. I hope that's helpful for you. If you are at a place where you're trying to figure out if it's time to pivot, you want to increase your prices, you want to charge your worth, and you just can't figure out what's keeping you stuck, that's where I want to help you, okay? Whether that's your pricing, whether it's, you know, you're frustrated because you don't have the connections and relationships you want with your kids or your spouse or whatever that looks like. If you are stuck in that place and you're wanting and you're ready to move forward and you are desperate, right, for a change in your life, that's where coaching is effective. Coaching is not going to help you if you're not ready to invest in yourself. It doesn't matter how much you pay or invest. If you are not ready to put in the work and to really invest in yourself, save your money, right? It's not going to do you any good because a coach can only help you along so far. You have to do the rest of the work. 
Okay. So if you're ready for that, um, I have two one-on-one coaching spots. You already know my prices. You already know what I put out there. And I'm ready to help women create the transformation that they're looking for. I'm confident that I can do that, right? I've worked with enough women that I know what I can provide. And I'm confident in that now. It's taken me a while to get there. But that's just part of the learning process. So I hope this helps. I will be back with you next week.